0: Hi, my name is Johnny Lawrence, and welcome to another episode of Life Talk, the self-development podcast. In this episode, I'll be catching up with another one of my fitness friends. She's a USN-sponsored athlete, pure elite overall world champion bodybuilder, personal trainer, online coach, and all-round inspiration to many, Zoe Wright. I have a YouTube show called The Strength Shared Sessions and Zoe and I did an episode together. During that episode, Zoe discusses her unbelievable journey so far as she discussed her battle with colitis, her experience with colostomy bags and J pouches, how it affected her mindset moving forward in life, and of course, her massive decision to compete as a world-class bodybuilder. This interview can be found on my YouTube channel under Strength Shared Sessions playlist. During this podcast episode, we discussed the importance of understanding the menstrual cycle and the significant impact it can have on a female's physiological and psychological performance in business, health and fitness, and everyday family and social life. But if you're a male, and you're considering skipping this episode, this would be a mistake as understanding the female menstrual cycle is a game changer with regards to building successful relationships and understanding between men and women in any environment. So, let's get to it. Today, I'm here with the real Cornish superhero. (laughs) Her name is Zoe Wright. How are you today?
1: I'm really, really good, thank you.
0: Yeah, how's how's life?
1: Um, Life is really good. Despite the whole um, situation going on in the world right now, um, my spirits are a lot higher this time round. To compare to the last first the last the first lockdown in our uh, March time,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: I, definitely. I feel like I've I headed into the last um, the last lockdown um, with a bit more of a schedule and routine, whereas the first one it was a bit chaotic.
0: Yeah, I yeah. feel like
1: everyone's everyone kind of felt that.
0: I think everyone's growing this year, haven't they? Um, we've had yeah. to adapt and uh, and overcome some some big challenges. Um, And it's been it's been a tough year. And I think um, I said it on a previous podcast, but I think at this stage, people just need to be really proud of themselves just to making it through to this point, because unfortunately, many didn't, you know.
1: Exactly
0: that. Yeah. Um, So for those that that don't know you, um, I haven't seen you flying through the skies um, (laughs) of of, 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 uh, Cornwall. (laughs) Uh, You are a sponsored athlete. Yes. Check. You are a purely world champion yes check and we'll get onto that in a minute uh, and you are the founder of what I'm hearing really amazing things about um Empowered Women which is a, a program you can we can speak about in, in a minute as well yeah yeah, yeah? And, how, and that's all going well all of that
1: all of it's going really really well yeah um I um launched it in the first well I, I almost created it in the first lockdown um and then it properly launched in uh, the first week of august this nice. year um but it was it was something that i needed at the time because I was going through quite a rough time so it was a real good focus for me and I wanted to give back to females um everything that I've learned through my experiences I'm an expert on my experiences and I just wanted to share that
0: <laughs> did you just say you're an expert of your experiences so we just yeah. I, I love that I love that. <laughs> That is my soundbite right there. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's quite amazing, actually, because uh, the last time we we, we got together was uh, when we did uh, an episode of the Shrimp Shed Sessions. And yeah. this hadn't, this empowered woman thing hadn't started yet. And I remember there's this lovely little line at the end where you say that you just want to help as many people as you can. And yeah. it's so lovely to see now that that started to happen, because um, I can say personally that if people are signing up to what you're doing, they're in really good hands. So. Um, you know,
1: oh, thank you. Well, thank you. you. know,
0: I know, I know what you're made of, man. So it's all good. <laughs> but anyway, I noticed. I said even that pure elite world champion. Anything to report on that front?
1: Um, yeah. So I'm going to be competing again in November.
0: Yeah, you are. Um,
1: my- <laughs> I haven't been on the stage in four years. Um, so it'll be four years. So when I stepped on stage that I hadn't actually been on stage. So I've got to learn how to walk in high heels again. <laughs> um, that's the hardest challenge. But um, yeah, I really want to, I've got some unfinished business there. And I, I felt like I had, I was done with that. Um, but the last couple months, things keep leading me towards there, And I, it's just itching as an itch and I need to, I need to just, I just need to do it. Yeah. So I've just, I've just signed, I've already signed up. <laughs> I signed up literally 12 months away, just sort of committed myself um, to get back on stage. And, you know, I, I did my photo shoot after having my ostomy bag removed and I thought that was enough for me. I just want to do a photo shoot, you know, to celebrate I have no ostomy bag anymore. But now I want to go on stage without my ostomy bag. And that's what I really want to do.
0: I'm so proud of you. Well done. You. Hon- honestly, that's... Um... That makes me really happy because I mean, I mean, you might not believe me, but I kind of I saw it coming because uh <laughs> I, I know what I know what you're like. Um, or I or at least I'm getting to know what you're like. Yeah. yeah and yeah. uh I think that, that that just had to be the path you took, didn't it? You had to take them slow pigeon steps because yeah. unfortunately in your life, like life's let you down here and there. And uh yeah. it must have been quite hard to trust that process and and even believe that the next disaster wasn't around the corner for you. So um
1: yeah. Yeah, th- this past year has um, been really challenging for me in, in many ways. Um, a lot of, I've had to face a lot of demons um, and I've had to overcome a lot. Um, big shifts in my life, big, real big shifts in my life, personal life. And from that, I've got this sort of inner fury just to to do something for myself. And I found myself again. I found my jam I found my purpose, and that was from the very beginning was helping people. And I felt for the last two years of my life, I haven't really had that. Um, I've just been kind of just going through life and and not really knowing where I was heading. Whereas now I have a really clear vision of where I want to be, um, and it's taken a lot. I've had to be completely honest with myself savagely like completely honestly of myself and look at myself and um now I'm ready just to to get back on that stage and do it i become world champion again that's what I'm going for I'm not I'm not training to lose I'm training to win
0: (laughs) honestly god uh you know, where's the tissue box? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm genuinely very proud of you. Um, you know, you've got a lot to offer in this world and, uh, I'm loving hearing that you've got your sense of purpose back. Um, yeah. I, I'm a strong believer that purpose is, is, is the, it's the catalyst for all depression, really lack of purpose yeah. Yeah. and, really and, and, and down days, you know, so, um, having that purpose, um, for yourself, not just others, helping others is, 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 mm. is wonderful and absolute must, but, you got to look after yourself too. And uh, it yeah. sounds like that's what you're doing, which brings us round to our topic of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so I spoke to you the other day about what we we're going to talk about. And I think one of the things that I've noticed, um, I work with a lot of women and in my early days, um, my training wasn't as good as it could have been for women because I never had a fundamental understanding of menstrual cycles. Yeah. um I was a typical bloke I would just pretended they didn't exist <laughs> and um then after a little while there was a trainer that I used to work with um at a place at gym I worked with in in, in London named uh Dulcy Mahoney and uh she said kid come over here I've got to talk to you about menstrual cycles and I was like uh, uh, okay cool <laughs> let's do that <laughs> and uh she explained yeah. to me all of the ins and outs of it all the your follicular phase the luteal phase um where um, the best points of uh, for training was, where the period yeah. happens, uh, ovulation. And from the moment she did that, it's like she gave me the key to being able to unlock um, everyone individually. Because the incredible thing about it is, is menstrual cycles are very personal to each individual yeah. female. So taking that time to understand that was a game changer for me. But yeah. at the same time, I acknowledge that I'm just a mere bloke. <laughs> so that's why I'm speaking to you about it. I mean, how would how much would you say that a female's menstrual cycle affects, and I'm not just talking about the gym, I'm talking about yeah. everyday approach to your day, week, month.
1: It is our core guide in life. It's our, it's our compass. And it's something that I have discovered in the the latter years of my training so far and in just life in general, you know, I was from the age of 15, um, when I had my first boyfriend, I was put on birth control and I was like, you know, you know, that's what you need to do. Like, I don't want to get pregnant. I'm I'm very young. Um and it seemed responsible to do that at the time because, you know, I couldn't be bothered to look into the natural cycle back then and and do the natural approach on it. I was like, I'm just a teenager, I just want to have birth control, stop these periods altogether and go out with my friends and enjoy life. Um, and it wasn't until I was around, how old was I? 2018, um, I started having really bad um, problems with my implant. So I was put onto the implant and that completely stopped your periods. But I was having um, chronic but what periods. What exactly
0: is that for someone that doesn't know? I mean, just sort
1: of- So it's, a, it's like a little bar in your arm. Right. Um, and it's a progesterone-based; um, it like slowly releases that hormone into your body um, and keeps you in that constant state, so you you don't go into ovulation um, and obviously get pregnant. Right. Um, different birth control work different. There's different types of birth control; they all work completely different. So it's really hard to really explain how birth control screws your menstrual cycle up because they. I'm, I'm not. I'm not pro I'm not anti birth control I'm, I'm sort of pro awareness with it now yeah um but the first when I first had my implant taken out it did take me about six months to like really research and look into the menstrual cycle because I was so petrified about going natural um going completely natural and off birth control and using my temperature checks what um, scared you just the thought of becoming pregnant. I wasn't I wasn't oh, okay. ready to become pregnant. And obviously, yeah. from a very young age, you know, in, in school, we are not really taught much about like sex and yeah. birth control and the menstrual cycle. We're not taught any of that. Um and essentially, like going back onto the you know, what you were just saying, in in the sense of, you know, how important is the menstrual cycle? It is it's so important for a female. It it pretty much is our compass going through our um, days, weeks, months. Um, And I feel like it's very, very important for females to understand that our bodies change every single day, hormonally change every single day. And it's frustrating, yes. It can be frustrating, but it's also a very, very beautiful thing.
0: Absolutely. I mean... I. I... (laughs) What it what, what happens through for the the, for the menstrual cycle is is phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I've seen um all aspects of it uh, as you'd imagine for, from having clients, um, that are female walking through the door, throwing their gym bag against the wall, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> thanks for the warning. <laughs> you know, uh, and it's just you know from from a gym perspective, it's about no. understanding your capabilities um, and what's fair to put on yourself at certain times in your menstrual cycle um there are certain times in your menstrual cycle where you'll be strong as hell there'll be ones there'll be parts in it where you won't be there'll be parts where you'll feel like you've got your emotions together and there'll be parts where you won't be there'll be parts where you just can't string a thought together and you feel like you're potentially going a little bit crazy i mean this is me
1: right now me right now
0: And this is when I tap you up and say, "Hey, do you want to do a podcast?" And you're like, uh, "Yeah." Gosh,
1: should I have done my schedule, but like, damn it.
0: <laughs> I'm not able to talk right now.
1: <laughs> but I mean, no, But I think I think the bent that I think this is this is what it is. I think a lot of women need to start um, tracking their menstrual cycles. Just start with tracking your menstrual cycle. Even if you're on birth control, there will be times within that month that you feel really good and there'll be times where you feel really rubbish um and your training it shows in your training as well um and i think having that awareness will help with your motivation and morale in day-to-day life as well yeah because i'll even you know it, it's completely changed my approach on training and even with my clients i always have that conversation we first have a consultation like you know where are you at with your menstrual cycle do you have a regular menstrual cycle you know how do you feel with your menstrual cycle like some times of training and but we'll, we'll, it's pretty much predominantly everyone says the same thing. The week leading up to my period is the worst week of training. And some some clients before they start working with me don't even realise where they're at where they're at with their menstrual cycle. Yeah. Um, and then when they soon start tracking and they soon realise, okay, I'm going to go into my last week of my cycle before my bleed. Um, right. Okay. It's not going to be the best training. But I'm gonna show up and do as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's where I first started. Um, and I, I saw a pattern in my training. Um, and I used to plan my strength work, so my my lower repetitions and higher weight around my follicular phase and ovulation. As I go into my luteal phase, I'll strip the weights back and I'll go for a higher rep I'll, or even miss, or even skip the gym and have this R and R and just yeah. Completely have that time to myself to read a book to have a bath, self care time. That's what I call it—the window of self care.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we 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 have every intention to get on to self care in a minute. But yeah. um I I noticed that. Say, this is this is a situation that I used to see quite a lot before and after uh, my understanding, uh, and I was w- awoken to uh what a menstrual cycle was and how important it was. I'd see. A female client come in through the door, all excited. Oh my gosh, my jeans fit really well. I feel really good. You know, people are paying me compliments. My husband smacked me on the bum the other day. All all these, all these sort of like things that this client seems as positive. All these really great positive markers. Steps on the scales. Oh. And it's that external thing that 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 feeling of feeling good, but then that external sort of like, oh, I haven't lost weight. And yeah. I, I'd be baffled. I'd be there thinking, I, I don't know what's happening here until I learned about the menstrual cycle. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, and then I understood that pretty much two weeks out of a month, it's borderline pointless. Um, doing any yeah. sort of measuring any sort of you know uh, weighing of any kind um, and 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 then again even progress in the gym you've just got to be kind to yourself and accept the simple yeah. fact that there is uh there is a your body is is in a certain phase and these things are just not worth considering at that point no I mean talk talk because I'm always often surprised by um female clients young and old that don't understand or potentially are slightly prudish about about menstrual cycles. Yeah. and I don't I don't judge it. you know it's um you know it's certainly not my place to do that being a man. <laughs> uh, it's a slightly dangerous place to sit, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, talk talk me through it from the from the beginning to the from end. The yeah, just um sort of layman's really.
1: Yeah, so your first half of your cycle is your follicular phase. And this is when your oestrogen starts to rise. Um, And this is produced in your ovaries. Um, And then you go into uh, your ovulation phase. So that's like the second phase. It's a very short window. Um, You only ovulate between 12 and 24 hours. So you can only get pregnant for up to five days of the month. So five days prior to ovulation. So let's say uh, Friday was your ovulation day but if you have unprotected sex on a monday you can get pregnant from then um so there's only a small there's only a small window really
0: and how long does that follicular phase last
1: the follicular phase it depends on the length of your cycle so if we're going for textbook yeah. uh, 28 days um, yeah. which only a very small percentage of women actually have it can range a healthy um, menstrual cycle is ranging from 21 Days to 35 days. Right. Um, but let's go for a 25, a 28-day cycle, um, just to kind of give you an, an idea. So follicular phase will last between one to day 14. Yeah. Um, and you'll ovulate around day 14 or 15, maybe even 13, 14, 15. It depends on the individual. Um, and in that phase, um, your, um, your follicular stimulating hormone will start rising. Um, and then when you go, when you're about to go into ovulation, um, you'll, you will release uh, a hormone called dilute, uh, luteinizing hormone, and this will release the egg. Um, and your temperature will drop just before this, this is why temp, I will go into temperature uh, stuff in a second, but, um, then your, um, your egg will be released and then obviously ovulation will, will or will not take place if the eggs fertilized, yeah. um, And then after, in your luteal phase, um, you have, that's the sort of pedestrian um, dominant phase. And this is released from your corpus luteum. um, And this helps prepare your body for implantation. So if the egg was fertilized in that ovulation window when it was released, um, so it's that in basic terms, that's like a little bit of a science. No, that's, that's
0: perfect. No, that's perfect. Um, I mean And obviously
1: forget completely for, I completely forgot the other hormone, which is testosterone. So us women around ovulation, we will have a rise in testosterone, obviously, for making babies and giving us that drive. Um so around that time, so you know, in that follicular phase, we are gonna feel sassy, we're gonna feel sexy, we're gonna feel horny. Um <laughs> All of all of the good hormones, okay? All of the good hormones. Um, but going back to that first stage and then compared to the, the last stage with your temperature. So now I I um I don't I'm not on any birth control. Um I haven't been on any birth control since 2018. Um, when I took up the natural uh cycle route. Um you take your temperature in the morning, straight away as soon as you wake up, don't don't even touch your phone, literally just grab your thermometer, stick it in your mouth. Um and then you'll you'll see a chart. You'll, I've got a chart on my phone of, of where you are in your cycle. Um, the first half, you'll be like quite like steady. Then you'll drop as your lutein, uh, luteinizing hormones released. And then as your testosterone rises, um, you'll then go up in temperature, which also takes me on to your body temperature, obviously being at a higher level. So a higher temperature, meaning... Around the probably around a week before your met like actual period, your bleed, you will be burning more calories. So a hundred to three hundred more like maybe hundred to three hundred calories extra, you'll be burning um, in that last phase. So the cravings come of that. So that's also, not the time
0: to have a deficit implied, is it? <laughs>
1: that's not the time to start a diet, and no. that's another another reason why you should be tracking your menstrual cycle because you need to you need to schedule that in. You know you need to schedule it in when you're feeling good and you know that you've already done that two weeks of hard work at the first stage of the cycle, so you yeah. want to carry it on. But also with my clients, I also give them a hundred to three hundred calories extra whatever they want fats proteins uh carbs normally carbs um around the end of their periods so it stops them from going off the wagon um and i also do it for myself and it does it does help keep you on track in that that hard part of your cycle
0: yeah I mean, what I want women to understand more than anything is that this is not an excuse. This is not something that, you you know, these are actual facts. These are things that, you know, you are not setting yourself up for success unless you take these considerations into into um, into mind. And like you just said, you know, exactly that. You know, you you are training really hard, you have two weeks, great session. And then the yeah. next week you come in and you try to do what you did, <clears throat> do what you did last week. And then yeah. you're really feeling your self-esteem's been hit, your self-confidence. Oh, I can't, I don't feeling very good about this, I can't do this. Um you yeah. know, and you're not giving yourself enough calories, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then you just that that can lead to madness for absolute sure. I've seen it, in fact. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think when I when I realized that I couldn't train Like a man, I made the most gains in the gym, (laughs) pretty much. When I realized I couldn't do a a block of training, it had to be a four-week block of training. And I had to be clever and smart with my training and my approach to training and approach to my nutrition that I started to really understand my body.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's been my experience as well. Yeah. Like um, that teaching that I had early on, I was so grateful for that. So thank you, Tulsi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was very grateful for that because it changed my uh, everything. Uh, you know, all of a sudden yeah. um, I just understood it more and it was and it was all so obvious. And now I get yeah. to the point where I can have a short conversation with, or even a text message. If I get yeah. a text message from one of my clients, I'm like, okay, I know where she's at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, like, it's yeah. all good. You know, the amount of names I get called, wowzers.
1: I swear all of my clients have just synced up. Yeah. They're all, and they've yeah. synced up They say with that with, happens,
0: but, don't they? You know?
1: They've synced up with me as well. So we're all just emotional. Like one check in on a Friday of a month, we're all just really emotional. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's nice, though, because you're all together on it, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So speaking from a sort of mental health perspective, in, yeah. in order to help people with their self-development moving forward, ambitious women, no matter what it is they want to accomplish, whether it's just getting the school run done without shouting yeah. at your children <laughs> or whether it's um get, getting that promotion at work or, you know, getting on with a really good project in their life, no matter what it is. Um, what would be your advice, considering both sides of this of your ovulation? You know, um, yeah, what, yeah. what what would be your advice, um, mental health wise?
1: So I always, um, in in terms of my work schedule, I always make sure that all of my social podcasts, um, anything to do with like being extrovert, like out there, sassy. Um, Wanting to get stuff done. Um, I always say, (laughs) I always say plan it for the first start, like the first two weeks of your cycle um, because you'll feel so much more confident. And I always feel near the end of my cycle, I get imposter syndrome where I don't feel good enough. And I feel that um, I'm a fraud. You know, all them sort of self-doubt, the self-doubt rolls in. Um, and it just kind of overwhelms you. And what do you do about that? That's the time where you have to listen to podcasts, listen to nice, chilled, relaxing music, read a, a book that's going to enhance um, enhance your life, um, or just take you on a journey, like take you to a different world, a nice sort of um, fictional book, um, watch some movies, have a nice bath, like give yourself that downtime to get yourself ready for
0: your next phase of productivity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that brings us on lovely to uh, to self-care, um, yeah. which I know me and you spoke a lot about. Um, I've certainly, you know, I've had to, con- one of the things I see most often is I train a lot of mums, and their entire world is focused on their children, on their husband, yeah. on the dog, or the goldfish, whatever, you know? You yeah. Know? I was a, <laughs> there was a joke in my house for a while, when the goldfish died, I felt like I'd been promoted. so. <laughs> So uh, yeah, uh, you know, and um, the one thing I always notice is that they've got it all together for everyone else in their family, except themselves. You know, I run a girls barbell club and if for some reason that has to stop, like, you know, during COVID, um, their mental health suffers because um, it's the one time a week where they give themselves permission to, to be themselves and I mean it's I always often joke and say it's like a prison gym because <laughs> the yeah. testosterone is rife <laughs> around this uh, it's a female only club and uh, yeah. I, I feel very scared I feel like a prison <laughs> <gym>. <laughs> corner like just watching you know um that self-care is so important as you just said that nurture that self-parenting that you have yeah. yourself, that that time to just say do you know what I'm going to take the dog for a walk and I'm going to be as long as I like yeah <laughs> um, I'm gonna go for a glass of wine with my friend, and I'm gonna be as long as I like. Um, I'm gonna. That's be- really good. Oh.
1: Yeah, I think I where do I, I hear? I heard it on a podcast or I read it in a book about um, m- mothers, especially. And it's it's you know, you're not just a mum. You are who you are an individual as well. You have your own personality. You have your own desires. You have your own passions, and allow yourself to have that because to be the best possible mum, you need to also be the best version of yourself yeah. and that's something that when I go into motherhood um in a few years time I will I will remember that
0: yeah yeah and it's hard it is hard because you know being a parent um and obviously I can only speak from it from a from a male side which I do believe is the easier side of the, <laughs> of yeah. the equation I'm certainly not going to say any different um it's hard um, and nothing really prepares you for it. You know, me and Caroline once, um, we sat on a, a beach and we were watching this family in front of us and watching these kids play beautifully on this beach. And we were like, sat there, we were having a cuddle and I was just like, you know what, I think I'm ready. She said, yeah, I am too. No. And we looked at the family and we were like, oh, they are so nice. <laughs> and then, and then um, a few years later, we've got two children and we're sat on Gilly Beach. And I said to Caroline, look, this is that moment. This is that moment. <laughs> What, what what people don't understand is there's a couple behind us watching us and they said, we've just been watching your lovely family. You're so lucky. And I was like, Haha. me and Caroline were like, we got them. We got them. Because what they don't know is about half an hour before, we were banging the kids' heads together because they were fighting in the car. And uh, one of them storms off this way. The other one wants an ice cream bite for him, dropped it. And it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> No, it's like it's just a long con <laughs> you're really
1: selling it to me you're really selling it
0: to me <laughs> no, there's so many wonderful moments but uh what i'm saying is that being a parent is an absolute gift and it's a wonderful yeah. thing but it's really really hard it's the hardest job that anyone will ever do because it's so important to get it right and you always feel like you're failing no matter what you do but yeah. it, it is so rewarding like um Yesterday, I watched my son drop in at the skate park and it was the best. It's it oh. all it took was just that little drop in. And I was just like, that's amazing. You know, um, today I watched him play rugby and he scored a try just as the whistle was being blown. It was just like, it's amazing. And them little things like, you know, they mean the world. And yeah. uh, so being a parent is fantastic, but it's super, super hard. So hard. And I think that if women aren't looking after themselves, mothers aren't looking after themselves, yeah. then they put themselves a step behind. And there's there's no wonder that some of them that I see, feel like they're going crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I have so much respect for yourself, um, especially like working around the clock um, and also being a father. And it's just incredible to like, it's incredible to think that one day I will be a parent. Um, yeah and a good one, I'm just I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, hopefully <laughs> and I'm just um at the moment I'm just uh building myself up to, to that uh for the next couple of years <laughs> but okay. for now I am being selfish
0: <laughs> listen there's nothing wrong with being selfish this is the word that I, I wish there was another word because um selfish yeah, has all people these- see
1: it as a bad word but it's you have to be you so have exactly to be in life sometimes,
0: and it's okay. It's okay, you know. Like my wife, she's she's the best, and she she's always she comes up to me and she says like, "Oh, can I go out on Wednesday?" I'm like, "You don't have to ask me." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, just go, just tell me. Hey, here's the keys to the kids. I'm going out for some wine. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's okay, but it's like when we get into that like that point where they need permission or they feel like they need permission, they certainly don't need it. Um, no. It's like they've lost their identity, and that's why I talk about self care. So yeah. what are some of the things that you do for your own self-care?
1: Um, so I'll, I'll deload for my training. Cause obviously that at the moment, that's sort of my full frontal one um, focus. Um, I'll read a book. Um, I'll watch a really soppy movie and cry. <laughs> and you know what, like coming back to that self-care and, you know, when you do, when you do feel overwhelmed at certain times, even, in, even if you're in your follicular phase, if you feel overwhelmed with emotions, just cry. Yeah. just let every single emotion just run its course Um, and that's something that I've learned the hard way this year because I didn't do enough of it in the previous year and it builds and it builds and it builds and then it yeah so you need need, I probably cry about twice a week (laughs) for self-care, self-care purposes, (laughs) it might just be it might be a a really sloppy like little sloppy um video on Facebook but just it feels so good to just have that release.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but it's not all crying yeah. self-care.
0: <laughs> I can I can just imagine it's in your schedule like just crying. It's like oh, cry <laughs> time.
1: <laughs> but it's you know it's um, it's doing stuff that makes you feel good about yourself. And I feel like that's very, very important, especially when you're coming into that, you know your pedestrian is is it's known as a chill hormone so respect that hormone respect what your body's doing and just without without sounding spiritual like too spiritual like just become one with yourself just always bring yourself back to your center um you know even if that's just 15 minutes for the day um you know just you've got the kids have gone to the school and you just you just want to chill out and turn you turn all the social media devices off turn the radio off and just peace and quiet
0: yeah I mean that transitional I I believe a lot in transitional meditation where you know like for example I might do the school run and then I've got to go meet a client or something and you know the school run was particularly stressful um yeah not not putting the shoes on arguing in the back of the car not wanting to go to school that sort of jazz and you get you drop them off and sort of high speed out there (laughs) <laughs> you know, and, and then I I like to stop before I get to my client and just stop and just close my eyes yeah. and just breathe and just un just just pack that away so I don't walk mm-hmm. into the next client with all that stress. And I think that you know it's amazing. Like you 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 are like one of the hardest working people I know. You're always moving all the time, always trying to do different things. But what I'm loving hearing from you now is that you're actually taking that time to slow down. Um, yeah. Because you re- it's like anything, isn't it? When you're at home and you're rushing and everything just goes wrong, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. 're all gonna we're all gonna feel it like I I feel it quite a lot and I'm very guilty of it but feel like I'm not doing enough
0: yeah. yeah but you
1: are doing enough you are and that's very very important to remind yourself like every you know every time I this is my day off I don't really have much to do today I'm gonna go for a sea swim later you know just on oh my jolly yeah. um and that's my self-care like for this for the for the week yeah. um give myself that time just to be alone. Yeah. You know, it's okay to be alone with your own thoughts. I'm a very extrovert person. I love being around people. But then I also, on the other side, I love being in my own presence. Yeah. Yeah. And just even go for a drive. Yeah. Listening. I've got a woman power playlist, okay? Guilty <laughs> pleasures. I'll just stick that on and I'll just sing.
0: Lovely. And that's, love it.
1: that's self-care. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> not, not for everyone else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to listen to
0: that <laughs> yeah. you're driving down the road there's dogs howling all sorts of stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey listen um it's been wonderful to talk to you today. Mm. it always is um we we must catch up more we always say yes that, uh, both we definitely have to busy, we? You'd say. but i mean for what it's worth i'll just finish with this you know you say that you don't feel like you're doing enough from the outside yeah. looking in you're doing you're doing a great job you know you, you really are you, you know you're working really hard you're helping lots of people what I'm really happy to see in this moment is how much you're looking after yourself that makes me really happy so yeah. um and uh you know you're in the right p- position to be a great role model or guiding light for for people um that uh need a bit of help you know yeah
1: thank you No.
0: thank yeah, you no. I really
1: really appreciate that I appreciate you welcoming me on to
0: your podcast I really appreciate it hey listen why wouldn't I you know <laughs> I guess like, I've got a genuine superhero on here today. You know? <laughs> gonna go fly off over to the to Gilly and get yourself in the yeah, water
1: get myself in the water turn into mermaid then
0: you <laughs> know what i mean like your cv is ridiculous <laughs> listen, it's say like sea
1: swim but it's a, it's a dip in the sea okay it's not
0: actually swimming oh hang on hang on don't it's back Wait, no, you're ruining it you're ruining it <laughs> hey listen just finish up with uh letting people know where they can find you on social and any projects you've got going on
1: Yes, yeah, so you can find me um, on Instagram at zoe Wright fitness, um, and also on Facebook to search Zoe Wright. I have a YouTube channel if you want to kind of watch like my my journey so far. I haven't really posted much on there at the moment, but in the new year, I hope to um, continue my YouTube ventures. Um, and if you want to know more about the empowered woman and what we have going on, um, join our Facebook community page. Um, you'll find it empowered woman health and fitness community page. On Facebook and on Instagram, it's empowered fitness, empowered woman fitness. Oh, that was a long sentence. <laughs> oh,
0: mate, you, you, you're smashing this luteal phase, man. You
1: really <laughs> oh, <are. no. laughs>
0: um uh Just, just to just to finish up and say that um, your your journey is very unique. Um, all the stuff that you've been through um, is all on your YouTube channel. Yeah, and. It's all uh, of that. When mm. I first got to know you, I did a bit of a binge watch and watched all your stuff and it's just it's insane. There's also the strength share sessions that you did with me yes. and that you can you can find out Zoe's story is really inspiring. I encourage anyone to to look at it. It just shows you that if you don't give up, you can you can really you know you can't just be okay. You can really, really prosper in life just yeah. by not giving up, you know? So uh yeah. thanks again for being on. And uh I will see you see you again real soon, I'm sure. See you later. I want to say a big thank you to Zoe. As always, she continues to empower women with the wonderful work she does. If you got some value from today's episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or a platform of your choice. So that's all from me today. To keep up to date on future episodes, guests, and additional content on YouTube and other social media platforms, please give me a follow on social media by searching Johnny Lawrence Coaching lifetalk has now got its own twitter account and can be found at lifetalk uk i'll be back in two weeks time for another episode of lifetalk the self-development podcast